1: uh, it's hello, spooky, spookies. How <laughs> everybody. Hello.
0: My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Candyman. Candyman. What's it called? Candyman. 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 Can. This is where it all began. the story of Candyman.
1: Low character, he walk around handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him, right there on the spot. But a couple of weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. He'd been innocent. So he's Candy Man ain't a he. Candyman's the whole damn
0: hive. Candyman. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done it enough.
1: I think we I think we like, summoned like 6 candy Right,
0: we're going to have like 2 or 3 candies men. Yeah. <laughs> or we candy candy men. Candy Candy's Candy Man.
1: man. Candy's that should man. be the sequel.
0: Candy Man. <laughs> just like aliens candy men
1: <laughs> um all right what well, i i guess i want to start this off so um this is the this is the film by uh Nia DeCosta Nia DeCosta
0: yeah Nia DeCosta um,
1: which uh, <sighs> It's, I don't know. It it was written by Jordan Peele. I'm bothered by Twitter and everything being like Jordan Peele's Candyman.
0: That is, yes. Because I'm like, there's a
1: whole other person who directed and wrote this.
0: That's almost a separate conversation, which is, but it's not though, because it relates to what the movie is about.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because it's, it's. But it, yeah, exactly. I, I, Jordan, s- I get it. Jordan Peele's hot right now. Like, that, and I get
0: it. Yeah, that's. I mean, obviously, yeah. There's there's misogyny in there, but it's also yes. Uh, I'm butt snotty. I shouldn't even say but. There is misogyny in there, and it is the result of uh, just completely cold marketing uh, yeah. techniques where they're like Jordan Peele is popular he's a name people recognize and associate with prestige horror right now. Let's yeah. really focus on Jordan Peele's connection.
1: Yeah, which sucks because it gives this lady not an opportunity to make her mark as, you know, like an, a, a horror icon. You right. know, it's, yeah, it's,
0: she's not getting the same like I it's mean, it's like I'm Jordan I'm, Peele had to start at exactly. some point. Exactly. Yeah, ex- and uh, like the, and the, let the,
1: this lady start.
0: Yes. Yeah. So it's like with Get Out where it was like Blumhouse. Um Right, but to less of a degree because I feel like Get Out was kind of the thing that made Blumhouse prestige, right?
1: Right, and there was a novelty of like Jordan Peele,
0: yeah, really, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah and there so, was
0: that's true. There was the fact that he's he was already established in a completely different uh, genre uh, right. a, a, as a sketch comedian. Um, but yeah,
1: Nia DeCosta's Candyman, folks. yes,
0: yeah, uh, and it and it.
1: So uh, we're both we both grew up on candy men right yes. yeah yeah it was one of the first horror movies i ever saw it's one of those horror movies where i just grew up loving it and then you watch it as an adult and you're like oh this it's, is about a bunch of other things oh uh, yeah
0: this is a real real heavy uh movie it, it wasn't a movie it wasn't anywhere close to my first horror movie but this was one next to like the original alien uh this is one of the horror movies that fucked me up bad as a kid can-
1: oh yeah no was it was first- Candyman. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was near my first. Like, it was me and my sister, my big sister, watching horror movies, stuff like The Evil Dead, this, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. And so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just... This movie has been in my life for most of my life. Yeah. Uh, and so, a lot of hype, a lot of build up leading to this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- how did you like the
0: new Candyman? Um, I liked it. Yeah. Which is interesting, because a lot of the kind of insider buzz on this movie was that it was a disaster. That is very surprising. You could kind of see it in the marketing approach leading up to this movie was supposed to come out last year and it had a huge marketing push. Yeah. Then it got delayed with everything because of COVID. Right. Um, It got delayed to now. And in the past, like the, there were some test screenings, I think, or like, industry buzz started to build up around this film earlier this year. And the buzz was that it was bad. So going into this release, like the marketing had really cooled down. Like I almost forgot it was coming out this weekend.
1: Right. And then Rotten Tomatoes started giving it good reviews. Yes. Um, Cause I had heard from you that it was bad. And I was, I was like, I don't, I don't want to believe that, right? Because the Tomatoes, trailers were so
0: good. Like you're watching, yeah. Like, man, this movie. And of course, it wouldn't be the first time people have been burned by a good trailer for a bad movie, right? But uh, it just seemed like so. I like couldn't wrap my mind around how this movie would be bad. And I, then going into it, I was like, oh, it's not bad. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's the secret. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. I I think maybe just the wrong people saw it and started that. Like, I think there's a people who didn't understand it or weren't fans of the original. I don't know
0: what it was. I'm, but I feel like there's a lot of expectation built around uh, people not actually knowing what Candyman is. Yeah. There's a perception I've noticed around this movie on social media and then also. you know, at the website I work for a lot of we were getting, you know, a lot of freelance pitches about Candyman talking about it in a way that made it very clear they had not seen the original movie. So it was, like, well, yeah, I feel like you're expecting something that this movie isn't going to be like I'm reading right now on the Wikipedia where it was like, a part of the push for this movie was like, it's the black Freddy or the black Jason. And I'm like, that is not what Candyman is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. yeah so if, I, you I, go, I, if you go,
0: if you go into this movie expecting a slasher movie, that's not what it is.
1: Right. And that's not what the original was. And that's not what it, what it has either. ever been. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I was wondering if there was going to be people reviewing it of like, oh, Hollywood, they went woke with Candyman or something like that. I'm you sure know, they're like not people who just have no idea what the Right. Original I'm sure about. that
0: opinion is out there too. I've, yeah. But I've seen the reverse of that also, where it's like, this, they've taken it and made it actually about something. And I'm like, that's fair because the original movie, <laughs> the original movie is about a white tourist uh, in in black culture and then you know all a, a, a lot of themes that go alongside it you know like fetishization yeah. and white saviorism and then also uh just how we sort of appropriate violence and tragedy for our own benefit right. um and so that's what that first movie was about but it was you know it was written by clive barker and it was directed by a white man so it's like this is a story about uh, black tragedy. From white artists, so like I get that this move, this movie is it's about the same thing, but it now it's you know by a, a black director and a black yeah. producer, and, and, it's, it's, and it
1: talks more about the art aspect of it, which I really like.
0: Yeah, there's a yeah, lot. There's a lot. I got a lot of velvet buzzsaw from this one. Yes, yeah, because it's it's which is basically which what the, it's similar what the to first, what the original first the first one was about. Yeah,
1: yeah, what the first one did, where it's like I'm doing a school project, I'm mm-hmm. doing a. I, I'm like studying these people. I'm butting into their lives, and yeah. I'm. It's like the beginning of gentrifying an yes. area. Yeah. This is the completion. Yes, uh, where it's like it has been gentrified, and now uh, it's. Uh, and now we're talking about art, you, like art, c- kind of uh, uh, appropriating this stuff. Yeah, and violence, and and yeah, it was a really interesting direction to take it. Uh, and it is very similar to the original, but it is adding something.
0: It's to an it. evolution of it, for sure. Yeah, um, because that conversation has evolved in the in the intervening. Yeah, exactly. Years. Like, but it, all I was saying was that the the reverse of that, where I had seen some reactions where it's like, oh, this new movie is actually about something, and it's the same. Th- it boils right, down it's the to the same, same thing, thing it's, where it's like oh, it's I think about lo- something it's like i think a lot was... of people just haven't seen Candyman, <laughs> right
1: also you see clive barker's Candyman. it's like yeah. that can't possibly be about something and it's like i kind of get it like that movie everything from like philip glass doing fucking theme is like very weird uh for its time yeah. for its director it's oddly ahead of its time you know like
0: it really is. Like this yeah, is a, it's, the first it's time like kind I of saw a slow burn. Yeah. Just real quick before we get into it. Like the yeah, first absolutely. time, the first time I saw Candyman was when me and my friends rented it because we thought it would be a dumb 90s slasher movie to laugh at. And that right. is, we were. <laughs> yeah. That movie fucking ruined the night. Oh, yeah. That is a that is a fucking intense movie. It really is.
1: Um. And I yeah I really liked this one. Yeah. Um, I wish Ted Remy got killed in it immediately. You know what are you going to do? No, I think most of my um, yeah I have I have some critique of this film, but it's mostly from like a dumb Candyman fan perspective. Um, One being, and obviously we're going to spoil this, but yes,
0: yeah. So see, definitely see the movie if you don't want to. If you don't want to rush out to the theater. The uh just wait a couple of weeks because the, I was about the, to say, the release is, the release windows have been way shortened. Stuff is coming yeah. to VOD in like three to four weeks. So.
1: This is gonna be for Halloween, you know? Like yeah, oh, yeah, this is gonna be uh and and of course sooner. But uh like my biggest gripe with it, and it's such a weird one, is like eh, I wanted to see more Tony Todd. Uh we don't get him for I, most
0: of the film. No, you don't, but I like how they evolved it. Yeah. Where he says it candyman's not a, it's the whole damn hive, which is a line in the trailer, and he's talking about it's just this, you know, it's it's the systemic violence. It's just like he's Candyman is every victim of racial violence in this area.
1: Yeah, that's manifested yeah. into this entity. Uh a- including Tony Todd including background. Tony
0: yeah, and, and, and Tony yeah. Todd was like the the archetype for it he's the reason why they all have hook hands and yeah. you know and the bees. which is
1: which is why why not have Tony Todd play Candyman for most of it and they don't Mm-mm. Uh, and I assume they would have if they could have I assume it's because Tony Todd was busy or I don't know why it's that's what's the most baffling thing to me is Tony Todd basically shows up right at the end
0: at the very end yeah
1: yeah and i don't know that voice uh that face that presence that's you know like if if Candyman's going to be a manifestation of all this like why not take the form of the most iconic part of Candyman? i,
0: I get it it's an um, evo- it's an evolution he's still there i do and, he is still there and tony todd's performance is part of what I mean, there's, there's so many elements that are just firing in all cylinders in that first movie, but obviously his performance, his, specifically his voice, you mentioned his voice. Yeah. It's like a real, we landed on this kind of, uh, at, at the website I, I, I currently write for, um, where it's, it's almost like a Dracula-esque like, seductiveness to his performance. Yeah. Um, that's not really the, fo- this movie is not that. Like, it, this movie, no. that's not what its focus is.
1: No, but it is Candyman's in it, and I was surprised not to hear his voice more because mm-hmm. he's very talkative in the first movie. He is. Uh, this is more he's a about chatterbox.
0: This is more about the seduction of the idea as opposed to the seduction of the figure himself. Yeah, which is, like this one is about. It's about uh, Abdul Mateen the uh, Second. He is an artist. Um, we come to find out that he is actually the baby that Virginia Madsen. Rescues from the bonfire in the end of the first film, yeah, but, that was
1: a cool that was yeah. a cool idea
0: um but he's just he's an artist. he's young, he's kind of like looking for his next inspiration, and he lands on Candyman because he and his curator girlfriend just moved to the gent what is now the gentrified Cabrini Green, and there's a big conversation right. about how artists participate in gentrification because. They're usually the beginning, uh, like the young hip crowd is usually the beginning of gentrification. They're the first people who come in who can, uh, who will be able to afford it while it's still low income. Right. And then it kind of gets built up around that. And then it's also related to that, it's how uh, a lot of art. Glorifies and fetishizes tragedy and violence. You know, there's there's yeah. a conversation about true crime in it, and you know, like this shit, like my favorite murder. Um There's like uh, so, his uh, dealer manager friend is a white dude named Clive, yeah, uh, he who's is. encouraging him to like tap. He's like, yeah, tap into more of that like black suffering is basically what he's telling him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we can sell it. Uh and, and this guy he
1: wants he's he's like ambitious. He wants so it. He's chasing that, yeah.
0: he's chasing the clout. So it's like the seduction is less about Tony Todd being like a Dracula type, and it's more about the seduction of if I exploit this, I can become famous.
1: Right. Uh yeah. And, and like spreading the word of Candyman. Mm-hmm. yeah um and it begins it actually begins uh, i liked this they don't tell the story of Candyman. they tell helen's story that's the first story they tell and it's from the perspective of what like people thought about helen
0: and that's which is
1: that she kidnapped a baby and threw it in the fire and everybody Mm -hmm. stopped her uh and so that was a really cool way of doing it and so yeah he's going around like the old projects what's left of them, uh and um uh, which is a great setting for a horror movie, mind you. Like it's, it's, you know.
0: Yeah, it continues to be. It was really, yeah. efe- it was really effective in the original too. And the way I know, this and one it's is- weird
1: that more movies didn't explore that idea. Uh, mm-hmm. But it could, I mean, you know. Uh, and so he runs into a guy, an old man, who knows about Candyman, right? And the idea is no one really knows about Candyman yet. And, or, or rather, like it's sort of a dying legend. It felt like
0: right because they gentrified the neighborhood, right? And they As, kind of moved all the the people on. And and he learns from his mom later that after what happened to him, they everybody that lived in Cabrini Green was sort of like, we're not gonna ever talk about Candyman ever again, right?
1: Uh, and in this case, it was yeah, a man who's going around the neighborhood getting candy to children. You see it in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show in the flashbacks this guy. They reveal, like, immediately he's the kid that you see in the trailer who Candyman gives candy to, and he screams and accidentally alerts the cops. And the cops come in, and they do the cops' presence. I loved this. They, they treat the cops like a horror movie monster.
0: It's a repeated, it's a repeated motif of something yeah. outside trying to get in, and it, it, they start it where you hear just a million footsteps running towards this basement where the kid just screamed, and they're about to beat candy man to death and then that that sound motif is repeated we hear it when the bees are trying to get out of the mirror it's that constant yep. tapping against the glass it starts to rain more and more as the movie progresses
1: yeah so like the scene but where also,
0: he's in the hospital walking down the, the hall it's like tapping on the outside
1: right yeah. and they also do like a reveal in the door where the the cop pops his head up yes like a fucking horror movie yes <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah and they basically, they kill this man, and so he tells him that story, and this is how he learns about it, uh, and he starts, he basically fills an art exhibit with this research of Candyman, including a mirror that you can say uh, Candyman five times at.
0: Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Clive ends up doing it first. Clive is the second person murdered. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, later, the, the, there's a high school girl there who later gets the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like the the death of this, what is Clive's relation? He's like the he's a curator. dealer. He's a dealer. Yeah, he's a dealer. His, the de-
0: his girlfriend's the cure, she's the exhibitor. She she uh, designs and and puts on the uh, showings the ex, the ex, right. exhibitions.
1: And so they do a beautiful thing where much like the main lady in, in the first one, like he sees on the news that his, the dealer has died. Someone who he knew horribly and they name his art in the news story. And, and he's him like, by they name. S- yeah. And he goes, and he's excited. He's like, they said my name. And he's, his, his, first reaction is he's, he's happy. Yeah. Uh, because that's, yeah. Kind of the theme of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is that like the violence is boosting him as an artist. Yeah. Which is a great idea It's a great dynamic Yeah That Candyman is making him more famous Yeah Uh And then of course later He meets with an art critic Who's now like Who didn't like it at first
0: Yeah But now likes it But now likes it Because it's notorious And it's been Yeah There's That's a lot of Like the Velvet Buzzsaw vibe I got Yes Absolutely And And just how it's about You know People Not believing in something And just Wanting it Because it For personal gain And then Uh abusing and right. exploiting it you know
1: yeah and of course she she gets super murdered yeah and
0: like you they don't do a, the in obvious... a really in a really fun shot like this yeah this is great another another big reason uh you know apart from all the ob- many obvious reasons why nia Dacosta's name should be associated with this film over jordan peels but like it's well directed there's a lot yes. of really cool shots and like really interesting motifs that are repeated.
1: Right. And it doesn't feel like Jordan Peele style. Not at all. Which is important to note. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes Spielberg produces something that you watch and you're You're like,
0: this this is a Spielberg movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This isn't that case. It doesn't feel like Jordan Peele's work. No. It feels uniquely different. And that's important. Uh, uh, And yeah, it's really, that, that shot's really good. I like that that's a mirror of the shot where he first goes there. They do a, a, like almost a um, or she does almost like a Brian De Palma shot mm-hmm. where it does this like slow zoom in across Chicago to show him. And then that shot
0: kind of completing
1: that scene is a yeah. slow zoom out. I don't know. It, it, there's a very it's, thoughtful film.
0: Yeah. All the just the, the repeated mirror imagery. Yeah. It's just like there's so much. It's, it's just very good. It's, it felt very it felt classic. Like, it felt like the, it reminded me of, like, The Exorcist, or, like, yeah like older uh, horror yeah. films.
1: I will say, okay, this isn't, I won't, I'm i not saying this as a critique. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that
0: scared of this no, movie. No, no, it's not, uh, but that could just be us.
1: Yes, <laughs> that, well, one that's, there's a little bit of a jump scare element, but they use it, like, for example, for The Cops, uh, she uses it in places that are really significant, I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. Um There's just, it it, kind of reminds me in a loose way of the remake of It. That's another uh, series of films that didn't scare me, but there's certain imagery in it that I don't forget. And that's kind of the same with this, is that there's a lot of shit that's like, oh, this is just living in my head now yeah um when when oh it's such a good shot and like there, it's shit that's creepy yeah when he first um is at the art critics house and he p- plays the uh duck soup game with Candyman, uh and then the art critic is like, what are you doing? And he looks over to her and he can see through into the bathroom. and You see Candyman, man, like yeah. vaguely in the mirror. And then he just slowly goes, Whoop,
0: he, like, he slips out of the doorway. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot, li- it just in that scene, there's a, like, he keeps looking in the mirror yeah. and looking back and there'll be small things like the light in the room shuts off, uh, right. very subtly in it. But like, like the first time this movie doesn't go nuts with jump scares the way you might expect it to, because we don't, Ever see Candyman without there? Like it's never purposeless. You know what I mean. Right.
1: Also, unlike the original, um, they never. He's only until the end. He, he's only in reflections. We never I see believe. him, yeah. Yeah, and they do a good job with there's certain shots that are these wider shots and then you look and you're like, oh shit, there he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like Waldo.
1: He's like Waldo in some of the shots and yeah. it's really effective.
0: But you don't see him, like the first time you see him when, uh, when Yaya summons him for the first time, like that's the first jump scare you get and it, it only happens to let us know that, okay, he's been summoned. He's here now. Yeah, and he's here, and that's like that is a signifier for the rest of the film that we know. Okay, he is now here for the rest of the film. Yeah, so he's hanging out. Yeah, so it's never just like for the sake of uh, having something spooky pop up in a mirror.
1: No, and like I said, there weren't many in terms of jump scares, mm-hmm. and they, and it wasn't really like, yeah, it, it wasn't like a, a crutch. It wasn't. It wasn't really that. Present. It was. It was. I would say a fine. Like most horror movies have jump scares, even right. the really good ones. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. It's just it's, a thing that we have.
0: Yeah. It, well, it's and it's also this character specifically. It's a ghost that exists in a mirror. Yeah. So it's like that is jump scares.
1: Right. Um, and I mean, the original Candyman has jump scares. Yeah. For it's sure. about how they are done and why they're done, and it's done very well in this. Yeah. And, and um, like, and again, original... for the most part, it's just about. It's more about images that just yes. creep me out, uh, that stuck with me.
0: It's more about images and mood. Like these, this movie and the original movie are way less about having a, a spooky ghost pop up in a mirror and more about just like the entire time. You're just like, man, right. <laughs> I don't feel good about any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and yeah, this is no different. So like they're clearly setting up a pattern where like people are dying near him Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you kind of know, like, much like the original Candyman, he's going to get implicated. I thought they did a really good job with how that happens because it doesn't actually really uh, happen until spoilers after he is killed. Yes. Uh, yeah, like they, it's kind of like the cops put it together later, so he's never like pursued.
0: No, he was never a suspect, and it's it goes. You know, it's the first, like you pointed out, the first story they tell us is the story of Virginia Madsen's character and how it's like, oh, she murdered all these people and kidnapped this baby. And then, of course, we learn uh, that that's not really what happened. Um, It's 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 a, a it's sorry. Oh, I was just it's about how stories change and, and it, it, it's the story is less it's more about who's telling it and less about what actually happened
1: right because you know what stories will be told about him yes um because the movie does a great job at being mm. like we're going to tell you this story of this woman helen and if you watch the original you're like well that's not how it happened and then for the people who didn't watch the original later someone just flat out says it
0: yeah um that might be my only real complaint i think the ending's a little shaky we'll get to that but my only my only real complaint is that if you are a fan of the original movie you know exactly where this movie is going like it's more or less the same story
1: yes that is a problem is that so he also he got stung pretty early on and the bee sting is slowly taking his hand and then his arm and he looks almost like a burn victim. He looks like uh, a
0: beehive, which is yeah. what Candyman's, I believe, his chest looks like in the original movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and the yeah. The bees you're right. actually
0: come out of his skin.
1: Uh, and so he's slowly turning into Candyman, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I guess we'll get towards the end is what we learn, and we haven't even talked about his girlfriend because throughout all this, his girlfriend, um. They they sort of have a breakup. He's losing his mind uh, because he starts realizing Candyman is real. Mm-hmm. He goes to the hospital for his arm. He finds out he was actually born in that area. So he goes to talk to his mom, who is uh, the woman for the original. Mm-hmm. Uh And it's like, oh, shit. And then you learn, yeah, oh, you were the baby. Yeah. Uh, I didn't tell you because I'm not going to fucking tell you that. Yeah,
0: because why uh, would I have told you that? Yeah. That's a terrible also, thing to tell your kid.
1: Yeah, we learned that his girlfriend watched her dad, who is an artist, commit suicide. So, like, this is very, you know, triggering for her that her boyfriend is now uh, losing his mind. It seems so. She's sort of like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna get involved. I'm, I'm sort of out of this. I mean, she's still obviously concerned for him. Um, she goes. To find out what happened to him, she finds the pen that the laundry mat gave him. Mm-hmm. Where he, the guy, told him about the legend of Candyman. She goes there, and is that when the thing happens? Well, she that's gets a, that's when she kidnapped.
0: gets kidnapped. Yeah, this is this this yeah. is where shit gets weird. This is where because it gets a little wonky. Yeah,
1: we get to we get to a flashback, and that guy that saw Candyman as a kid, who's telling all the stories. It turns out Candyman actually killed his sibling. Yes. Uh, which is a good way of explaining he's out of his fucking mind. They don't really explain why, uh, as much as, like, this clearly, he's clearly very well, he's, close to Candyman, more than he let on.
0: Yeah, he carries the guilt because he accidentally, he didn't, he he screamed because Candyman comes out of the wall like a fucking spider. Right, yeah. <laughs> And hands him candy. Like, he, he screams because Candyman is being creepy. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but, he he, but he, he he screams and the, and it it, it, it it turned you know they found out later the guy was totally harmless he he just liked to give candy to kids um so he has the guilt of that and then on top of that it's it's the outrage of they they're the ones that that did this to him the the they're the cause of all they're the reason we have Candyman and yet Candyman is killing us like that's right. not right we need to get Candyman out. So he can actually kill some of these white people. Yes. Um, Basically. Uh, And so.
1: Yeah. The main character, he's like in a trance. He brings her to the church uh, and she has to watch as he cuts off his hand, puts a hook on, is like more or less explaining this. She gets away. Um, it's the most like horror moment. Well, it's Cause so he's like chasing her. Weird.
0: It's, it's, that's yeah. My, my, my criticism and why I think the, the ending's a little wonky is I don't think we needed the Bond villain character. Like she could have just like, that could have all been yes. Yaya. That could have just yes. been Yaya doing that. Exactly. Yeah. That is the weird part is yeah. that
1: I feel like they needed him to like explain things aloud. Um, which is weird because like, yeah, Candyman in the original is very, it's much more talkative. We could get exposition out of him. Yeah. Uh, and Candyman this wasn't... Like,
0: he also wasn't shy about telling you what he was doing.
1: Exactly. This <laughs> so. we have, like, Candyman's familiar. Yeah. Uh, who's, like, uh, yeah, like, creeping around doing this stuff. So it's a abrupt turn for the character. Yes. And for the movie. Yeah. Um, And then... Uh, she kills him. And so I it's that. like that. Immediately, I mean, immediately. Yeah.
0: So it's like, it really didn't, like it became very clear that the character, it's like they added this He's character- as an exposition machine, as yeah. As an exposition machine primarily to give Yaya the exposition he needs and also to give us the exposition, the exposition we need at the end or that they thought we needed. But also he sort of exists to deflect culpability from Yaya's character.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so she kills him, he shows up, uh and the the cops are coming and he's just like lying there he's not doing anything he's
0: collapsed because he's 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 dying from uh, multiple infections he just had his hand sawed off with a hacksaw and a hook shoved into his arm he's dying he needs help Um,
1: yeah and instead the cops show up and just shoot him
0: yeah uh he's lying on the floor with his head in her lap Like she's, she's holding him, begging him to cling to life. And the cops show up and shoot him like three or four times.
1: Yep. Uh, and so she gets in the cop car. They more or less extort her. They're Mm -hmm. like, here's what we think happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you say otherwise, I I don't know, maybe you're an accomplice. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, I want to look at myself in the mirror. Uh, I'll tell you what I'll say, whatever you want. If I do that. And she summons Candyman. Yeah. He shows up, uh, fucking kills all the cops. And then at the very end, turns into Tony Todd,
0: and yeah. then the movie ends. And he and he tells her as it's it's kind of all it's kind of cool. Well, Candyman is walking around the police car. His face changes to all the different actors we've seen in the movie. Like right. it changes from Tony Todd to the actual Candyman guy, and then to Yaya. Uh, yeah. And his head's kind of a cloud of bees, so his face is constantly changing. It's cool idea. Yeah. Um, cool idea. But the last thing she, he says to her is is tell tell everybody. Um, And so that's At first I was He's like tell your friends Yeah tell all your friends about (laughs) about Candyman This has been Candyman Yeah at first I was a little Put off by that ending Because I was like well I thought the point was that nobody Wields Candyman And that the the act of attempting to wield Candyman Destroys people Like that's been pretty Heavily the point But then also like part of part of the movie is about like reclamation. So it's like, well, that feeds into that theme. So, yeah. So I kind of yeah. dis that, that criticism is and the there idea of- that you can make, but also I think you could argue that this serves another theme of the movie. Right. So
1: it's also the question of uh, the movie itself and art. Is it exploiting something or is it wielding something? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that weird uh, layer on top of it uh yeah weaponizing candyman uh isn't it's it's not a bad idea no um, i don't yeah. I don't mind the broad strokes of the ending. Mm-hmm. The impression I got of this film because this film's ninety minutes, yeah, and that's the length a horror movie can be and should be often. This is one of the ones where I was like I could have used another like twenty minutes yeah uh it felt a little rushed. there were little moments like he goes to the hospital for his arm. And they they tell him like yeah you were born here by the way, and then he just leaves with his arm wrapped up and I'm like I'd sure like to know what the doctors had to say about his arm but whatever we're moving on
0: like I, and I assume he just walked out
1: yeah that's true that's not a great example but uh, like of things that I need to know more about but there were a lot of little moments where I'm like I feel like you could have spent a little more time here mm-hmm. um uh, him talking to his mom uh, the the girlfriend her backstory stuff like that uh. I I I don't know. it, right, it just only- felt like it felt like it just they it felt like maybe in post or something there were some adjustments and maybe that's where the rumors got started. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, like they they probably had to like you know, toy with the film a little bit. Uh I think in the end it came out
0: great. It's still, it's t- it still it it works really well. Yeah, I could see I I see what you're saying. I could see this movie having been, I don't know, 10 minutes longer at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I Maybe think- not that much, but
1: I think there's some pacing issues, and I think the ending is abrupt and like, like we talked about, it's kind of like out of nowhere to make this this guy suddenly bad. I
0: don't know why we needed another villain. Yeah, like, and his, we didn't his... need it. We didn't need another villain on top of Candyman,
1: right? And it's hard to understand like what the... his motivation is. Not. Nah. It makes, I, I, it makes, or rather, like how does he become so unhinged all of a right.
0: sudden? Just it's very sudden that he's unhinged because yeah. he seems uh, pretty collected, intense, uh, passionate, but uh, collected. Right. So it is kind of a, it is kind of out of nowhere. There's also a few flashbacks that are a little jarrings. The only thing we see about the girlfriend's backstory with her dad appears to be part of a dream sequence, but it's also a flashback. Yeah. And so like in the sequence we see her dad sitting on a windowsill and he's like, "Did you know your father can fly?" Well, he can, and he jumps out the window. But he's wearing Candyman's coat and the painting he was working on is a painting of Candyman's face. So right. I don't know if the movie is telling us that her dad also was driven insane by Candyman or Is that just Candyman bleeding into her dream memory of what happened to her dad? And the movie is commenting on the broader idea of artists being, feeling like they have to continuously mine pain and tragedy in order to succeed that it eventually destroys them.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um... I, I think it's, I think it's that.
0: probably the second thing, but the way yeah the way the flashback is inserted into the film, it's confusing. It's a bit confusing. I yeah. think
1: spending more time with her, I liked her character and her relationship to this guy, and mm-hmm. the idea that she's sort of overshadowed by him, and or like feel feels that way a little bit. It seems. Uh, or like feels like
0: it's it's more the opposite like
1: yeah i guess it's more like people are like because she's dating him but he's an artist and she's trying to like curate uh uh, exhibits so it like the dynamic is i think people like kind of murmur about it and she has a chip on her shoulder about that Mm -hmm. and then she's being like her and her brother are talking about like we should put up dad's art yeah because and that's like She's the character who like chooses the path of not right, making those exploitative choices. Because yes. she knows she could make a fortune doing that yes. with her dad's art. And she's like, I don't want to do that. And I want to just get rid of him.
0: Yeah. And the conversation we see her have with, she has a meeting in the middle of the film with a, the, a curator from another museum. And she goes there to talk to this lady. And all this lady wants to talk to her about is her tragic background right uh and she's like uh, yeah so it's she is the character that represents i could get ahead by like picking at this scab but that's not what i want to do i feel like that's not good for my soul right and that is
1: is a big part of this is yeah yeah, it's it's these people like encouraged to wield their 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 horrible backgrounds their pain for getting making money and like it's done in a very uh, a cynical way everybody talking about it yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah like his uh, uh, yaya's uh buddy clive literally tells them like these well the art's kind of boring i've seen this art what do you got it's like well i thought about maybe doing something about the the hood and the the specifically where i grew up in the south side or, or i forget where because yeah, yeah, clive yeah immediately like, says well south Side's so played out so that's good that you have a more specific
1: Right: And change. Yeah He changes it to a place he has no connection to. Yep. And there's the impression that like he, his pain I mean, we don't know much about his backstory um, growing up, and we learn a lot about his girlfriend instead, mm-hmm. who's like clearly had some like real deep emotional
0: pain. Yeah. And
1: so it's like implied that like, he didn't grow up that bad. Or, like, didn't really get traumatized by anything. Yeah,
0: the implication is that he's, like Virginia Madsen in the first film, he's a tourist. Like, he's... Right. He's trying to exploit something that he doesn't even really... Like, it turns out he does have a connection to it, but he doesn't know it at the time. Right, exactly. Um, He's just something he's not even connected to, and he's trying to exploit it for his own gain.
1: Yeah. It's interesting... All right, so this is something that's unclear in it, because the reveal is yeah, you're the baby from the first one. Mm-hmm. He kind of just lucks into Candyman in this movie. um Is there any implication that Candyman orchestrated this from the start? Like he he learns about it just like researching, like googling, and lear- like by chance being told the story of Helen, and then goes to the neighborhood and then runs into the guy who he learn is is a maniac who's trying to summon Candyman. Um, is that all a coincidence or is the idea that he's drawn there? Uh because it feels unclear. It's like un- is
0: it- I think I think it's unclear. It's just they. it's we're not the reason we're giving we're given for them moving in there is just that i don't know it's they've just they've just moved in they have a conversation about it's really her apartment because he doesn't make any money right so i don't i think it's just kind of chance and then the the crazy laundromat guy later says i always hoped that you would wind up coming back here because that's just the way these things happen
1: right Um, and he says, at one point he says, I I feel really clear about this. Mm -hmm. Like once, once he starts the art, he's like very, uh, you know, focused on it. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's weird. It's weird to me that it's a wild coincidence. I, I, again, I, I think one of the, I don't know if it's a, it's a problem with this film, but something weird about it is the presence of Candyman. Mm -hmm. He doesn't talk at all until the end. Um, he's just sort of in the mirror. Um, I don't know. I, that's something you could solve with the idea that he starts having visions of Candyman after hearing about him. You know what I mean? Like there was a way to make it so that Candyman is directly involved in it, um, more, uh, Candyman's more of like a background character for a lot of this. Um, he, it feel, he doesn't feel like a real, like often where he, you know, his reflection turns into Candyman. Candyman's like a puppet there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's weird. He's like a memory more than he is. I think that's. Um, I think that's until a, he kills them.
0: I think that's an appropriate evolution well, of the character for for what I, this movie is talking about.
1: That's the thing is I really do like that. Yeah. I I I kind of like that Candyman is almost in the background. You mm-hmm. don't really. He doesn't talk. He doesn't. You know. He doesn't. Uh. Uh cause things to happen, he's just a presence that's there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. It just feels different from the original it's in very a way different. that I'm not sure about. Yeah.
0: It's very different. I think it works. Like I said, I think it it's it's a good evolution of the character of the idea of of the the theme, the conversation. Right. It's just it's the it's the yeah, I think it I think it works very well. In I this think it's movie. interesting
1: because yeah. Had they done the other way, it would have s- solved a lot of problems. Like the weird coincidences and stuff. If Candyman was more of an active, mm-hmm. had more of an active role in what was happening. Yeah. Because in the, as it stands in this version, it is sort of like Candyman gets really lucky as these people discover more about him and as he does this. Uh, but I don't know. It's still f- very good. And I do like... Again, I do like his presence in the
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really cool idea that he, he's funny he's <laughs> Again, a real simple image is gonna live in my head. He floats towards people. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's fucked great. up.
1: <laughs> and the <laughs> actor the actor playing him is good. That's what I mean is that like a lot of my conflicts, my issues are like Candyman fan versus fan of movies. Yeah, where it's like, no, this is how the movie. Like, I I get why the movie was done this way. I just I like Tony Todd. He's great. I wanted to see more of him.
0: Yeah, uh, I was delighted when he shows up at the end, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they got uh, yeah. the tape recorder. That's actually Virginia Madison. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Did they Did they just pull from the original film? No, or?
0: that's new dialogue.
1: Ooh, good yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, I mean uh,
0: but you're you're right from a fundamental filmmaking perspective it is a bit of a wild coincidence that he would just happen to move back to Cabrini Green but and then that's where like well fate it's, it's like sure but the, yeah, it's a crutch it's, yeah
1: it's weird that they didn't they could have explained it in like a line that's the weird part is like if he was just naturally drawn to it from the start or something mm-hmm. like it, it's an easy fix where it's like oh yeah it's like Candyman drawing him in but they don't they don't really do that it's it's um it's still fine it's like fucking whatever i mean i man.
0: guess it works no it does work because the movie is about the broad when, you, when you're thinking about the broad topic of course he comes back to candyman because that's where the pain and tragedy is yeah like that's think, what that's what right. candyman represents is all these stories
1: yeah i think what it is is that what i've read about like the reviews i've read have said this a lot of them have said this across the board even the positive ones is that it's a lot of ideas and they they have to it feels like they're kind of having to fit them all in yeah so like him and i i i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing but i see what they're saying which is like him being the baby from the original feels like a different type of movie than just him being another person who's interested in Candyman who wants to exploit it you know what i mean yeah like that's, that almost feels like two separate ideas. One's more of like a direct horror movie, like Michael Myers idea, where you're related to the whole thing. And the other is more of like the original Candyman point, which is someone who's from the outside exploiting this thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I, think it, so, I think it would have been better if he hadn't been the baby. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think the baby stuff and that ties to the ending kind of messed, messes it. Up a little bit a little bit um i kept watching the movie waiting for the baby to show up like the act like him to go interview the baby and when it wasn't happening that's when i was like oh i know who the baby is He's the
0: baby yeah
1: Yeah, and and that i liked that idea but it does feel like it belongs in a separate
0: it's not the story they were telling it doesn't seem yeah yeah uh
1: that said i i mean for me it's like all the critique we're saying i don't really
0: give a shit because i just enjoyed the movie yeah this is a good movie i don't it was a lot of fun I I'm mystified what that yeah what everyone was talking about that I, all the, the early murmurings i heard about this movie it's like yeah. it's coming out it's done it had like a 20 million dollar opening night uh it has like across the board almost positive reviews the theater
1: i was in was packed the theater um again i don't think people are finding it particularly scary they're finding it very entertaining like they laughed the 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 audience would laugh at the moments that were funny like him being happy that the guy was murdered uh and them saying his name on
0: the news and Uh, stuff like that when his girlfriend's poking through the laundromat and she opens the creepy basement door and looks down the creepy dark stairs just says nope and shuts the door yeah the
1: audience laughed they enjoyed that
0: not doing that
1: Yeah, everybody was, like, into it. It was, like, everybody leaving was talking about it. I don't, yeah, I don't think people were particularly, I think it's more, like, clenched fists, you know? Yeah. Watching it. The
0: theater Um, I was in, it wasn't full, because I saw it on a Sunday morning, but, like, it was was dead quiet the entire time. And then at the end of the movie, I heard, because they were kids, they were, like, little kids there. (laughs) Oh, nice. They gotta Uh, learn. But the kids, even, dead silent. Like yeah. nobody spoke, and then, at the end of the movie, I heard somebody in the back go, that was really scary, <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's very unnerving <laughs> as a movie,
0: yeah, it just it this movie shut people up in my yeah. theater for ninety minutes
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just I don't know again i I think the horror took a back seat for me in general, so I don't want people to go into this thinking it's going to be like like the movie Caveat or anything that's like real or like you know something that's just like really tense all the time mm-hmm. it was more of like i was enjoying the story i was enjoying the it's imagery a, it's a good movie it's a really yeah it's just a very good movie yeah. and it, it it kept my focus the whole time mm-hmm. i i was i was you know I, it it's definitely creepy and mm-hmm. it's left a lot of images in my head um, but it's not the scariest movie in the world. I also don't think it's trying to be no, so
0: you know most of the violence happens off screen yeah, 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 yeah. they don't they don't do too Which much of that feeds into the the theme of exploiting trauma and tragedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just fucking yeah. good shit. watch it good movie also <laughs> they
1: they tribute the uh credits yeah not that it matters they do the they do the reverse of the opening credits yeah of the original candyman which ends up being sort of the opening credits of devil remember that mm-hmm. where the city's upside down did you get that
0: yeah that's a real piece and of then, shit
1: and then at the end it wasn't upside down tom yeah
0: no it's that's fine it's art yeah devil it's like poetry it rhymes
1: yeah sorry everyone yeah you had to
0: fuck this up by bringing devil in here
1: yeah no i yeah i really enjoyed it um I can't wait to watch it again.
0: Yeah, no, I'm definitely uh, gonna watch it. Oh, um, there were notice. There's a, there were epilepsy notices, uh, warnings hanging up outside the theater. There are two scenes that are a little intense. So if you're photo, oh. if you're photosensitive, be aware. My AMC, AMC didn't do shit. There were signs up in in the cinema where I saw it. It's it's really it's brief. There's a brief, some brief strobing in the elevator scene, but it's really the end where she's sitting in the cop car and the the lights on oh, top that of the makes cruiser, sense. and it, they start to get really intense as the scene intensifies. So that scene is very stroby. So be yeah. aware if you are really well made. Yeah, it's very it's very well done. It doesn't feel the way strobing normally feels, which is like cheap and pointless. And why did you do this? Right. But be warned. <laughs> be warned. So, okay. That's a so. <laughs> yeah. I think we did it. Yeah. We fucking did it. Thanks
1: for listening. Everybody. Listen, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, you can go on there. You can, you can for $5 a month, uh, you can listen to all sorts of exclusive podcasts like tom and Jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek the next futurama those are all on there for five dollars a month uh we have a bunch of other tiers too so just go go look at it jangle things around play mm-hmm. with it you know yeah you know
0: fiddle play a little pocket pool with things you yeah know. yeah fiddle fiddle with our patreon fiddle with it like the kid at the end of back to future three yeah uh and just kind of see what comes up uh, yeah. We also have a store. Uh, head over to com. You'll find a link to our Teespring store. We can get T-shirts, uh, f- other, things. <laughs> other things. Other Not things. Other things. Not just T-shirts. Yeah, we have like uh, prints and uh, uh, stickers probably. Mugs probably. Check that out. Probably. Probably. Yeah. No, we got a lot of cool stuff. Check that out. Um, yeah, do the thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Watch Candyman. Yeah. Watch
1: the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't say watch,
0: Candyman don't as watch many devil. times as you want. Don't watch don't Devil. Don't watch Devil. Say M. Night Shyamalan's Devil into a mirror five times. Yeah,
1: five times. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. And
0: then you'll discover you've been dead the whole time mm-hmm. on a beach that makes you old.